This episode is brought to you by marketing consulting firm, the Bonafide Lyrics and Marketing, LLC, where creativity meets business. You can check us out at www.theblm.com for more information on how we help local artists and creatives maximize their business presence. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. It's hey. the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. Check hey. us out. Hey. It's the All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. podcast. Uh-huh, podcast. uh-huh. All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. Hey. Welcome to the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. Hey y'all. With hey your y'all. Host, Miss KB to my left. Hey. <laughs> and Mr. Metapoetic to my right. Ha. Ha. Um, random sidebar. Is the camera angled properly? Because I know at one point it was just focused on me, so I don't know if the people can see you. I moved it around. You moved it. Well, praise the Lord. I just thought about Word. that. I meant to bring it up before we started, but I was like, now we're here. So hopefully the people aren't looking at me for the whole for the whole podcast. That would be not helpful to anyone. Okay. Work. Cool. Got it. Um, how you feel? Um, I don't know. Um, I woke up from a nap not too long ago, so I'm a little, uh, I'm still waking up. Like, I'm awake. I feel, I'm not sleepy, which is a first. I always do this podcast sleepy. So, I'm not sleepy today, so that's, that's positive. Okay. It's positive. Because you woke up from a nap, so that's good. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. So, yeah, I guess I'm good. How about you? I'm good. Your week was okay? Yes, yes. It was very busy, very active. Um, the people at work keep expecting me to work, which is crazy. Um, it's crazy, right? Yeah. Expecting to work for the job you work for. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very crazy. But I survived. Here I am, um, leisuring on the weekend, as I am uh, entitled to. And so that's that's what's going on. That's what's happening. Word. How's your week? How, how did it go? Um, it's going all right. It's going all right. No um, no concerns, no issues. Our daughter is weird. Hey, you leave my baby alone. She's she's doing weird things. Well, we're weird, so I mean, what chance yes. does she really have in life? That that, that Lego gun with the, the is <laughs> top tier weird. <laughs> Leave my child alone, okay? She's just imaginative <laughs> and expressing herself and utilizing the tools at her disposal. Speaking of which, hello, we got to make a whole hello. book for her. Yeah, hello. we should get some supplies. Hello, hello, podcast fan. Yes. So, if you are sitting in your room and your three-year-old girl walks in with just panties on, and she has a, she has a, we have these Lego blocks that are formed into a gun. In her panties, hanging out like like at the holster, with a pirate hat on, and she walks into you saying, "Hey, what's going on?" With her with a, with a gate in her walk, what 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 would you say? So, Listen, my baby, my baby, I bad guy, I bad guy. Thank you, thank she said, "I tell me, I've my gun. I'm ready for it the street, you know? Hey, I'm like, what's what's happening? I'm what ready she, for any bad man I come see me. What is she learning at the okay. school? I don't know what she learning down at the school, but like, <laughs> what, is, what is happening? As far as I'm concerned, it's innovation, innovation. That's that's what I think is going on. My baby, my baby innovated. My baby said, I don't have a holster, but you know what I do have? I have underwear, and they're elastic. And if I stick this in here, they will hold. So you got to, first of all, science, the science, 
it's science for me. Okay, she said, I think I'm going to try this. It's it's going to hold. And it did. And she said, well, I obviously need to seem like... She was trying to be a cowboy. She said, I, I was trying to be an author- authoritarian. I don't have a cowboy hat. What I do have is a pirate hat. So I'm going to make the best of the situation and just carry myself as if this is a cowboy hat. That might explain the gate. That might explain the gate. So yeah, maybe she was trying to be a cowboy. That's right. Maybe that's where she was going with it. Okay. It's- that's right. It was it was rather hilarious. Yes. Um, I don't. I'm not sure where she came from with that. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna have to monitor these shows she's watching because I don't. None of the shows have these characters, to my knowledge. So, I was, I was quite confused. What's going on? I was confused as well. I did not have clarity on what she was doing. But uh, yeah, that's what she did. Word. I mean, I guess when you're three, this is these are the things you do. Um, of course, it was captured for future embarrassment down the road. So all's yeah. well that ends well. Word. All right. Don't you be judging my baby. Yes. Okay? Don't do that. I, I will judge her. Don't do that. It's um, rude. It's so sad. Me and my homegirls. She'll be fine. Hey, you don't know that. She, she will be. You um, don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't know. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum. Sorry. Sorry. Just having a moment. Talk, talk, my bad, y'all. <laughs> um, my bad, y'all. Mm. All right. Um, anything else? No, that that's all I got, honey. That's all I got. Okay. Um. So let's right get right into everything else. Like the love it or lose it. Hey, love it or lose it. Hey, 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 love it. Or lose it, hey, love it. Or lose it, hey, 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 You know what I would love, but it seems I have lost in the last two podcasts. Headphones. It's cool. It's cool. It's over now. I don't want you to go get them, but I'm just saying. I thought about it while we were singing the song. I was like, you know what would be nice? Headphones. Yeah. You know what I don't have? So I love the man. I lost them. Ha ha. See what I did there? See what I did there. So, what would I lose it? <laughs> so you, you, you did not see have, what I did there? You have did. four choices. You did not see what I did one there? One person knows the four choices, and we have to choose one to love, hold on to, never let go, and one to lose, throw away with everything of it, with everything with it, which is different than what I said before. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um Really quick, I'm just, it's, hopefully, it might, it might be whack. Um, but I just thought about it. Um, the four are shipping companies. What is, what's, what's, what's the the circumstances surrounding this? USPS, FedEx. Okay, got UPS, it. UPS and DHL. Okay. Um, well, let me write this down so my memory will. will, will, will. Post office and FedEx, UPS, USPS. You say so USPS, UPS, UPS, FedEx, FedEx, DHL. Okay. DHL. Got it. I don't know what's better in terms of, I guess, sending and or receiving. Okay. Um, well, they have different functions. They have different functions. Like if I'm shipping packages, shipping packages, um, what would I get rid of? Um, I don't know. I'm thinking about this. Um, 
if we're talking specifically about shipping packages, I would probably lose the United States Postal Service. For packages specifically. Yeah. Like for regular mail of like letters and things, they do, they it's fine, whatever. Um, but the United States Postal Service, when it comes to packages, I feel like they, they don't care. They're like, you'll get it when you get it. Like, have you ever tried to track a package on the United States Postal Service? Like, you be putting in the tracking number and it just be like, yeah, girl, a, 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 a label was made for mad long. Like, I'm like, is no one updating this? Like, what's taking place? Like, USPS just be like, yeah, your label's updating. That's cool. Like, oh, a label has been made. And then, you know, maybe a week, two weeks, however long they feel like waiting for you to get the package deliver, gets delivered to your house. But there's no information in between the actual delivery to your home and when the label is, is made. Like, they are just... It's very lax with, with USPS and shipping. Like, unless the person specifically paid for, like, two-day shipping or whatever, if they just trusted the USPS to get it to you, it'll get there when it gets there. Mm-hmm. Um, the tracking numbers are just a combination of suggestions to dash your hopes and dreams. Like, don't trust it, though. Your package may not arrive when you get there. It may. Like, who knows? Like, it's just, it's always very guessing game with USPS. Whenever somebody sends me something through the postal service, I just be like, Lord, let's see how long it takes. Let's see what happens. Because very, very rarely is it delivered as promised for reasons I don't know. It might be underfunding. I don't know. But I don't trust them. The funny thing is, I, don't trust I like the post office for a couple of reasons. Okay. Uh, post office, number one, delivers places where other places do not. Like where? A lot of places. <laughs> like, like, where? like, not where we are, but okay. there's a lot of locations in America where the post, only post office delivers to. Fair point. Um, that's number one. Number two, they have something called Every Door Direct Mail. Okay. So every door direct mail. So if you have a business and you want to send a postcard out, mm-hmm. you just specify the area and mm-hmm. it just sends it to everybody an address. <laughs> Useful. So it it has little services that are just beneficial, I think, in a post office. Um for businesses. If it's if people know how to use it and use it correctly. Mm-hmm. So I, I think they, they they have certain things. But I, and but I think the reason why they act to do certain things because they they keep losing funding, honestly. Mm. Keep trying, they keep, people keep trying to like, like in the last couple of years, they kept trying to lose funding. Mm. They and kept trying to lose funding? They, 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 people, um, I think um, 45 kept trying to cut the post office. Okay. And like it had, probably had a lot to do with mailing votes and everything. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But because they kept trying to cut that funding. That wasn't their fault though. Yeah. When they they cut, they're cutting funding and all that stuff. Mm. It's getting worse and worse for them. Yeah, but like you need the post office. Yes, the post like, office like, is an essential. I'm not. I'm like for regular. Like I said, for regular mailing things, I'm cool. It's the packages where it gets a little dicey for me. Yeah. Um, for me, losing might be DHL. Okay. Um, most because probably is the least likely thing I use. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's mostly meant for international shipping mm-hmm. more than that. Mm-hmm. Like I understand international shipping portion because I think it's sometimes cheaper that way. Mm. Than everything else, but it's just it's just the least one I use. So it's really just personal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just don't use it that much. Um, I I think it used to be more. Um, you could send packages before, but I think at one point they stopped being like in competition with um, FedEx and everything, and they start being like, all right, we just we ship we ship by boat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we ship by boat now. That's what we do. Yes. Like they, they, they was like, all right, we don't do this anymore. So at one point they just they just stopped 
trying to be in competition and change how they did things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I think I think it's just lack of use. Maybe if I if I have had a job that did a lot more that needed a lot more logistics and I had like a whole warehouse, then mm-hmm. maybe DHL might yeah. be a different conversation with me. Yeah. But as it stands now, no. Okay. I think DHL might be my favorite specifically because of like international package sending. Okay. Like when I send stuff to Barbados, like DHL. With the barrels uh, and everything. Huh? The barrels and everything. Yeah. It's cheaper than like a FedEx. It's, it's cheaper though. Because uh, they specialize in that only. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they do regular stuff. I know, but they specialize in that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it, it costs less money for me when I want to ship. Like, when I don't want to ship a barrel, but I just want to ship, like, a box of clothes or stuff to my family in Barbados. Like, DHL can do it for much more decent rates than, say, a FedEx. Because they, they got boots. Yeah. Because I remember FedEx, when I was trying to ship something to Barbados, a box of stuff, and it was, like, 300 something. I said, 300 Yeah. And then I went to DHL and they was like, oh, we'll ship it for like 155 I was like, say less, DHL. DHL yeah. You got my money. Because like, say less. We'll put it on our boat and we'll go. Let's go. Yes. I'm like, okay. So they, they, they it'll, for it'll, that reason, it'll like, take, it'll take two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> but it'll get there. Yeah. Like for like a domestic shipping situation, like if I'm just shipping something to somebody in the United States, like I'd go UPS. Uh, Which is, UPS is my love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd go UPS if it's something international. I mean, um, domestic, because I just feel like they're quick. I've never had an issue with UPS with a package, and they're very good about updating their tracking and stuff like that. So if it's something like local, not local, domestic, UPS is my love it. But international, DHL all day long. Yeah, you do a lot more international. I, I don't ship international. Yes, but um, yeah, UPS is my love it. Um, I I think they're the betrayal. Because plot twist, Mark used to work for FedEx when I met him. So, which means I know. <laughs> <laughs> Why <Wow>, choose UPS? <laughs> oh, I can't. They do not care about your packages, FedEx. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the the benefit of FedEx is like if your package gets damaged, they charge to the, they charge um the FedEx to fix to um if you have insurance in there, mm-hmm. they charge the company to get it fixed. So you always want to if there's any issues or anything with the box. He was want to do that. So, like, that's the benefit is, like, their insurance, I think, is the mm-hmm. best thing about FedEx. But, like, they ship, they, they, they treat all their packages the same. Mm. There's, there is no difference. And UPS is a difference in, like, how they treat packages. They're like, oh, we got to treat these packages differently. These are fragile. Mm-hmm. These are <laughs> FedEx is like, I don't care how you, how you packages, we treat these all the same. I don't care what it says on your box. We treat it the same. Pretty much. The fragile sticker is really just for the customer. <laughs> to make it's them, really just to make the customer feel better, better but <laughs> that's fine they will not treat your package differently you need to just pack your package well that's why I like that's why I like most of our um, if you go to a FedEx office like they go really hard on like trying to sell the pack and ship because mm-hmm. they're like if someone comes in with a pack because they know that if someone ships it from their location mm-hmm. and it gets broken they get charged for it uh. so they're like hey don't you want to pack this better Mm-hmm. If you don't pack this better, we can't send it. <laughs> like I remember, I used to work there, a FedEx office, and there was like, if someone comes in, you shake the package, and it sounds like like it's fragile and it's not packed well. Like, hey, mm-hmm. we need to repack this <laughs> and charge you for it, <laughs> or we can't do it because so like they just pack it extra strongly. 
Your fragile sticker means nothing. Hmm. <laughs> your fragile sticker means That's nothing. That's crazy. So, so I'm just, cause I'm just like, you mean to tell me I'm shipping something that could potentially break and I'm putting a fragile sticker on saying, Hey, handle this with care. And the UPS they, driver is just flinging it in the back. Like they will get, you need to package your package. You well. So my item may, may get to the party broken. I'm not sure. If even other, though I've I, given, I'm not sure ample if, warning. I'm not sure if all the companies do that. I know for a fact, FedEx does not care. FedEx will treat all, they pay all the packages the same. Mm. They're not be like, oh, this is fragile. Let me carefully. No. <laughs> all packages get thrown the same. All mm. packages get. It's all the same. It needs to be packaged well. Mm. <laughs> Make sure you bubble wrap the heck out of your stuff. Package it very well. Or go to a location like, hey, can you pack this for me? Because and get and get your insurance yeah. on there. Insurance matters. Mm-hmm. FedEx FedEx pays a lot of claims. <laughs> <laughs> They pay a lot of claims. I can't. Not FedEx pays a lot of claims. <laughs> they pay a lot of claims from broken packages, from broken, broken um, items, um, from people just sending stuff out. I'm like, hey, why is it broken? Because you're in package well. <laughs> so it's cool to get like, but like some stuff is just irreplaceable. So you might want to just package it well. Or not use FedEx if you can avoid it. Well, I, I, I can't say that they don't do that everywhere else. You just say where you was fact, at. FedEx does not care. It's it's not giving what it's supposed to give. <laughs> Other places might do the same thing. I just know for a fact. FedEx is not care. <laughs> uh-huh. 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 Like DHL might be different because like they're on a boat, so you can like DHL is like the only one I feel like you can do like you can send like animals. Oh, okay. You can say you can say like animals. animals. Yeah, you can say animals. Did you? I think certain things like freight. FedEx, FedEx has a freight, mm-hmm. which is the ships. Mm-hmm. So FedEx freight might be able to do animals. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's like special. Like you can't just go to any FedEx and just do the freight. You can't put like freight inside of a box. You gotta go to like a location to do FedEx freight. Mm. Okay. Good to know. But yeah. Good to know. Okay. That was cool. That was it. Made me think because I was like, I don't know what what do I? Because all I've used all of them in some capacity before, but like, yeah, FedEx isn't my go to. Like, I don't automatically be like, well, let it's, me go see what they do. It's not. It it's not my go to. It might be the fastest. Yeah, I did send something by FedEx to Barbados once. Yeah, it might be fast, and it got there pretty quick. Yeah, like they, they, they like they have. Excuse me. When they say like overnight, it will get there overnight. Yeah, like, I don't know. They, I don't know. Who, I don't know how they do it, but it yeah, gets there. It'll get, you can send something because, like, I think the last pickup is at JFK at nine o'clock in New York. Mm-hmm. You can send something nine o'clock at night and get anywhere in America at eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> legit, <laughs> legit. I mean, they stand by there overnight. I'm not even gonna hold you. Like, you can do that because I said you'll, I remember you'll pay for it, but you but can, you'll, yeah, you can get like if you chip me eight nine o'clock at night from JFK. In New York, and it will get the, it will get to um, anywhere in the United States eight o'clock in the morning, guaranteed, or your money back. <laughs> okay, and I guess I guess they're not trying to give you no money back because they're yeah. already paying claims for all the stuff you done so, broke. Like, they'll, they'll they'll get there quick. Mm-hmm. So FedEx Federal Express makes this why it's 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 known for their speed, if nothing else. Yeah, because I sent something to Barbados once, and it was like I sent it maybe like let's say I sent it on a Monday by like. Wednesday or Thursday, they had received it. I was like, "Yeah," but I paid. I paid a lot of money for it, but it was because you know I it had to get there in a timely yeah. fashion. And, and and there's no ground. 
There's no ground. Don't tell it that fed is ground, but there's no ground if it's mm. if it's by because it's across water. It can't it can't ground to water across water. Mm. Cause it's ground means trucks. But you're you're going on an island. There's, there's no such thing as ground. No, so. like it's literally it's get it, it's on it's at that JFK pickup that you were talking yeah. about. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, all's well that ends well. <laughs> yeah, so. So if you need something there fast, that's why they FedEx is the place to go. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Yep. Um, anything else? All right, that was it. I don't have anything else. All right, that was love it. Or lose, lose it. Hey, love it. Or lose it. Hey, 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 love it. Or lose it. Hey, love it. Or lose it. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 hey. Not the, not the, not the, 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 what you call it. What's that movie? The Love Jones Finger Snaps. No, no, don't do that. Uh, that's what they was doing. <laughs> go, go. So the topic this week. So I think I've shared on this podcast before that I watch Married at First Sight pretty often. Maths. Maths. Yes. I follow the fan pages. I'm on forums where the show is discussed every episode. I'm a fan. And uh, this season they're in Houston and I don't think first of all let me just say I don't think any of these couples are going to make it not a one um compared to two seasons ago when they were in New Orleans where I was like oh my god like I I had feelings positive feelings about most of the couples I the season I would say I feel like only like the first season is the only one that everybody was like okay this is cool I feel like it's been it's been gradually going down since well the New Orleans one wasn't the first season it was the it was the first one I started watching no, no, actively. Like, whichever one that one was. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like ever since then, people were like, oh, it's just going down. Yeah, down, like the down. New Orleans season was probably because I think I watched the season before New Orleans and then I watched the New Orleans season. And the last season was where was they? They was in uh So is is that Atlanta? No. Is that yes. is that because I'm, I'm trying to figure out, is that because it could be both. But I'm like, is it because the people who are choosing are becoming more lax yes. for good TV? Yes, I believe that's, that's or part of it. Or is it because now, that's just around the hairs and the seasons when people have started watching the previous seasons, the people who are going on there, and they're like kind of lying on their, like, lying, they know how to finagle their video. Probably. To make it, you know what I'm saying? I think, it, it, I think it, both it, things are it, true. It could be both. But like, both things are true. It, it could also be just like now that people know about it. It's, it's like, it's like, um, The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Right? The first Bachelor is the only like genuine one. Uh-huh. Because the first Bachelor is the first one where there was like, you had this whole mansion and then they found out later on this wasn't his mansion. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> like they thought that he he actually lived there and everything, and he was rich and everything. He was like, oh, he's not really rich. Mm-hmm. So, and so like this is the first time everybody was like, oh, oh shit. They don't. But like after that, you can't play that same trick again. Yeah. <laughs> after yeah. that, like oh, everybody knows now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that they be lying mm-hmm. <laughs> about how much money the person has. So like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, it's it. I, I think things always change after they real the public realizes. And has watched the show before they go on it. Yeah, yeah, I I would agree. The first one is always like the most genuine, but I would agree. <laughs> so I think I think both things are true. I think the the producers or whoever is selecting people are are doing so with the intent of creating good TV, 
secondly, people are using being on the show for their own personal gain to promote themselves or whatever they've got going on. So they know how to finesse certain things. Because I think I was reading on, I don't know where I was. I was reading somewhere that uh, a few of the guys have admitted that they were contacted via social media by producers of the show. So they already kind of, I feel like are given tips or whatever about how to present for the videos so that whoever does the final choosing, whether it's the producers or it's the, uh, the counselors or whoever that are on the show, they can get picked basically. So so they're going for a social media presence. Yeah. Because they have a strong social media presence. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't know who these people are, but I guess the people, somebody be known who got the hot social medias in the cities and they find them and reach out to them to be on the show. Because I saw a post, like somebody I know, um, like peripherally, like they're not my friend, friend or nothing, but like I follow them on social media. They work for Lifetime and they were posting... um, flyers advertising for people to audition for the next city because I think the next city is Washington DC I think that's what it is so they were posting um, flyers like calling for people who are interested in being on the show I don't know who would answer the call at this point because this show these last two seasons like everyone has looked nuts in some way or another on this show so like that's what I'm trying to say like I I feel as if like like yeah I I think both can be true yeah, but they're not they're not as strict, and like I don't know if they're not as strict because of good TV, but also probably because the pool is small, mm-hmm. so they have to lax up on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I like, don't know if, if, like, because like a lot of people, because like a lot of people who who probably um tried to come on, mm-hmm. it was like we don't have enough people. You have to make a lot. You have, you have to choose. yeah, like this is not giving what it's supposed to give. You, you gotta you, you, you gotta have, find some more. You don't have enough people, so they had to cut back on their. Criteria. Yeah, yeah. Something's happening because the the, the quality has been... Tra- like, last season was almost painful to watch. Um, yeah, like, and I'm, I'm there was, sure, there sure, was glaring sure. red flags with a number of these couples. And it was and just sure like, was their, what <laughs> is this? And watch that be their highest viewed season. And so like, I don't... I have to look it up if it is like that's disturbing but, but like, like the highest you would probably keep yeah. doing like, like because, but last season was disturbing like Paige and Chris like that whole dynamic was weird Eric and Virginia that whole dynamic was like they like mad at those couples I was like so they need to break up honestly don't nobody don't nobody need to stay together yeah on this here well, um, Atlanta season the I say it's probably like the highest you because people like tragedy more than they like positive things happen like people more inclined to tune in it was painful people are one clown to tune in for tragedy. I guess, like there was, I think it was, like, and, and like I think last, last, I think within last season, like when I heard, I saw the most post about it. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I didn't see that many posts about it before. Before when it was, like, yeah. everything was was great and everything was going well. Yeah, I saw mad posts about it. Oh, about, yeah, like everybody was talking about it because it was just so Which awful. But like, but like the the executives probably like keep doing this. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> They're like keep doing this. It's good TV. We're getting money for this. Yeah, it was like it was ruining whole lives. <laughs> it, yeah, yeah, it was a dumpster fire, for lack of a better term. It, yeah, see, six is renew. Yeah, let me that, see. That, 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 that it said. Married at first, I get to six season renewal. Mm-hmm. Why did the six season renewal? Because they saw how profitable last season was. Yeah, apparently last season had some very high ratings. 
So yeah, they saw how profitable it was. They're like, nah, this is what we doing. But like this, this season is just like it's sad. Okay, it it's sad. So anyway, the reason we're talking about this. So on this most recent episode um, that that happened last week, um, spoiler alert for the people who haven't watched it yet, but should have watched it by now, because um, by the time this episode comes out the new episode will be coming out the next day. So hope you caught up. Um, there's a couple on there named Jose and Rachel. Now, Jose gives me, I'm conflicted with myself about who I am um, in terms of my sexual orientation, but that's just, that's my business. That's just what I feel. But that's what he gives me. He gives me very much, I'm conflicted. And so because I'm conflicted, I am doing this hyper-masculine situation. So... In previous episodes of the show, um, he's kind of shown being very much like a I'm the money manager. I'm I'm doing this. I'm doing that. My wife needs to like kind of follow my lead and listen to me. And, you know, I I I think we should spend money. We should only spend money on these kinds of things. We shouldn't spend money on these kinds of things. And I just think that that's stupid. Like he came across very much like. I'm the man, I'm in charge, I'm in control. You just need to let me take care of you. And Rachel was kind of like, well, I work and I I do for myself. Like I don't, I'm not necessarily comfortable with somebody just kind of taking over and being in charge of everything in my life. Like I, I've worked hard to, you know, get myself where I am and I don't feel like I should just give that up because I'm married to somebody and you know I feel like we can talk about it but it doesn't have to be like a hard and fast you're the man you're in charge and that's it and so that's been a conversation they've been having so this past episode the couples were all hanging out kiki and talking or whatever and one of the the um the other husbands in the group his name is Johnny and so they're talking having conversation and laughing or whatever and she says she accidentally calls her husband Jose Johnny he then turns it into a whole thing of she called me by another man's name that's disrespectful blah 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 and the way he was making it seem he made it seem like he when the way he was when he first like said it he made it seem like she called him one of her ex's names or she called him somebody else's name while they were having intimate moments it wasn't until he went to the guys to tell the guys what happened that uh what was it ryan i think it is ryan was like she said it like when we were all sitting at the table, like she said, Johnny, cause he didn't want to say who's, he didn't say the name. Jose didn't say the name when he first started talking about it. He, all he kept saying, she called me another man's name. He called me another man's name. Ryan was the one that was like, bro, she called you Johnny. And like, it was in the heat of a conversation that we were having with everyone there. It wasn't something private. It wasn't something intimate, whatever the case is. But Jose lost his mind, cussed the girl out, told her F you, get the F out, blah, 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 blah. And it was a very explosive conversation. And you can see that Rachel was kind of scared because like she had never seen this side of him before. And there was a producer that was also sitting in the room while they were having this conversation. So I guess after they finished talking or whatever, she gets up to walk the producer out of the apartment or whatever. And he locks her out of the apartment for the night. Uh, and it was like, 
you got that worked up and mad about a slip of the tongue that happened in the group that could have happened to anyone. And then you tried to spin it on her like she disrespected you. Because she ain't checking for no Johnny. She don't want no Johnny. So I don't even understand why you even took it there. And then you cursed her out, called her everything but a child of God, and then locked her out of the apartment that you don't own, but that uh, production owns. You just locked her out. Like, I just felt like that was over the top. And so in the... um, the pages that I follow that talk about married at first sight, everybody was kind of like, okay, so when are, when is when is Rachel leaving him? Because he's definitely giving abusive, controlling vibes. And can you imagine if she moved in with him and lived with him, what he would do and how he would behave? Because if he's going to kick her out of something that don't even belong to him, imagine what he would do if if you know he they were living in a place that he had his name on, whatever, whatever. And so it got me to thinking about like what are deal breakers in relationships because I felt like there were also people like oh well you know maybe he just needs to calm down maybe they can talk about it blah 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 and for me kicking me out of anywhere is a deal breaker like I'm just I'm not entertaining that with you and especially kicking me out over something that insignificant like something that you read too much into and did too much with like nah like that's that's wild to me like as a man for you to kick your wife out of of the home uh with no care or concept for her safety how she's gonna sleep through the night like nothing you just did that and then when she came back and they had a conversation he didn't even try to apologize he was just kind of like well i got mad deal with it and i'm like huh you kicked the lady out how how you still feel like you have the nerve to have an attitude here so i was like uh girl rachel pack your things and go Cause this man is already showing you that he not, he not the right person for you. Cause he's going to do this again. And you know, people were like, Oh, well, you know, maybe he just got emotional. Maybe he's just overly protective, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, Mm-mm. kicking me out is a deal breaker. I'll stay out. Say less. So I wanted to talk about that. And like, what, what are some things like, I guess, what's your take on that situation? And like, what are some things that you feel would be like a deal breaker? For you, so on take on that thing, I, I think of course he over exaggerated, dragged it. Um, I, I I think that when people think about deal breakers, we have to. I think we have to take about how someone gets upset, mm-hmm. um, and everything from there. It's not just the action, but what the reason behind the action and the and the emotions behind the action mm-hmm. and everything. So it's not just the. He locked her out, but like how he locked her out, how yeah. he responded after. Because like everybody does things that are mistakes. Yeah. Right. We all do things out of emotion and everything. Yeah. 100%. How you react. So it's like, it's, it's a lot of things. Yeah. So like, I, I usually say, like, in the big picture, why does this <laughs> is wrong? Mm-hmm. I, I think in reality, what he did was the deal breaker. Like, she, in her mind, um, I mean, in his mind, the calling the name was a deal breaker. Yeah, and everything. Um, which, I, like I said, I think in, in like he's he's thinking about just the action, right? Which is why he was like out here saying he called me another name because he's thinking about the action mm-hmm. singular by itself mm-hmm. without Out the context. without the context of what's going right. on around. And and, and, and to and, add. I think part of his reaction was fueled by the fact that she admitted that she had cheated on a spouse or, or on a boyfriend in the past. And I think that 
is is adding to the insecurity that he is latching on to that instance. Correct. So like when you try to take an action and just like I'm just hyped on this action without seeing everything that's going on around it, what kind of feelings are around it and what's going on. She took the action, not saying like, all right, why is she saying this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is happening at the time? What's going on? And try to context or like why what what's happening, then you you, you can always just take something out and just be like I'm I'm mad at this. That's why like when you were saying like someone closed um locks me out breaking up what's the context mm-hmm. <laughs> i think the context matters yeah <laughs> i think the context does matter um and, and instead of that like i i don't think anybody should do that mm-hmm. but the context still matters um i f- um, in terms of me i think a deal breaker is knowing how someone gets upset mm-hmm. I, I think i think more people should be mindful of how someone gets upset and how what their actions are, um, if his upsetness is to do that, that there's there's a there's a lot of there's a lot in there. There's manipulation in there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's abuse in there. There's controlling. There's a lot of things in how someone gets upset mm-hmm. and everything. And like you can't don't just take it as the um, the heightened words. Mm-hmm. What is he saying? What are her act? What are his actions doing? These are all important factors to keep mind of. Mm-hmm. You can't just be like, oh, he was upset because he was screaming. What you're saying matters. And like when people don't do that, that's why like when people feel as if like, if I'm upset, I can say what I want mm-hmm. because I'm upset. No, you can't. <laughs> you can't just say whatever you want just because you're upset. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. You, what you say in your upset, it still matters because. Right. So now every time you're upset, you're going to say things that are hurtful. That, that, yeah. That's not a healthy like, way. You can't like, do that either. Yeah, because the way he was cursing at her and like, I you think can't. he called her the B word. Like, it just, yeah, you, it just you, you was can't. really out of line. You can't, you can't, you can't just, you can't be like, I'm upset. So I'm just going to say these things. Right. Because even if like, like it comes, what you're saying is coming from somewhere, even though it might mean like the, mm-hmm. might not be like all of how you feel about the person, but it's coming mm-hmm. from somewhere. And like all that's coming from somewhere, like you're saying these things and now you're hurting somebody, you're making them feel bad. And like, and like you're, you're making them feel insecure about themselves. You're like, you're attacking them. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you can't, you, this is you always be mindful of how someone gets upset. I think, mm-hmm. I think when you, when you're mindful of someone gets upset, Look at that and understand that how someone gets upset that doesn't usually change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, not that they get upset, but how they get upset. <laughs> it's hard for that to change sometimes. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm not saying it's unchangeable, but it needs to be addressed. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's it's the same thing when you were talking about your friend. I'm not gonna say names, but mm-hmm. your your friend was mm-hmm. was like you saying she was dating somebody. He was saying crazy stuff, mm-hmm. talking down to her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How he gets upset is is troublesome. Mm-hmm. You can't when you get upset like that. You now we now we have a conversation, right? Because exactly. You, you can't just you can't just say what you want. You can't just like I'm gonna talk down about you. Say you're trash. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. So when you do that, now you, you're you're how you get upset matters. We we we, we, we it matters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you can't like you have to be mindful how you get upset. If you get upset a certain way, you have to you have to watch that mm-hmm. with who you're talking to is how they get upset. What do they say when they're upset? Yeah. Are they saying hurtful things when they're upset? Like all that all those things matter. Not just that they're upset. Don't mm-hmm. just focus on oh they're upset. You can't just say what you 
how they get upset, what they do, what their actions are, what their words are. Mm-hmm. Um, even and after they're upset, how they respond to it after. Yep. So so is it is it apologies? Let's try to work on it from there. Or mm-hmm. is it like I said what I said because I was upset? Like right. all those things matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like all those things, you got you to factor in everything around it. When someone like just 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 heightened speech is not just a factor. Yeah, there's more than that. Yeah, yeah, agreed, <laughs> agreed, agreed. Yeah, I I feel like people. A lot of times, the issue is that people people dis uh, dismiss um, speech because it's like, oh well, it didn't get physical. They didn't they didn't touch you. Da, 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 da. But it's like words words matter, and I feel like things. A lot of things that people say in anger. There is some truth to it. And if someone's exploding like that at you, mind you, I think how long have they been married at this point on the show? Like three weeks. If someone's exploding on you like that at three weeks, when y'all are basic strangers, y'all ain't known each other that long. You didn't know each other prior to this. Y'all are three weeks into this and somebody's exploding on you like that. That's a red flag. That's forget a flag. That's a whole sheet. That's a giant red sheet. And you cannot, you would be delusional to think that this is a one-time thing and it's never going to get any worse from here. Like, nah. I, I, I'm sketchy about any form of explosive arguments that you'll have in the first six months. Yeah. If you can't even make it a month without explosive argument, it's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something something is awry here. Yeah, like, if... I, I, I'm, I'm sketchy about any time you can't, like... You can't... You can't not you can't not have an explosive argument or even like a crazy argument mm-hmm. in within the first without for the first six months of being with somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like if <laughs> if you're in that first six months of a relationship and y'all arguing and it's like explosive argument, just break up. Or or all the time. Or just break up. If you're arguing all the time just for six up. months, just, just, just break up. Because uh-huh. that's the honeymoon phase. Yeah. So I'm like, literally, these people just came back from the honeymoon that they went on after they got married. Y'all are still. What are y'all arguing about? Yeah. What is what is if, what is if, the if reason? Y'all are still. If y'all are that angry and you know, like, then it's like it, it doesn't make any sense. Anymore. No. No. Like you, no. you, you like. Because like this is when you're both trying to trying to be happy about like it, yeah. you know what I'm saying like yeah. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you don't I, address things. Yeah, I'm not saying act like everything is great and it's not right. But but there is a I, way yeah. to to address things where it does not come across the way that situation came across. Disrespectful. Yeah, like that situation came across. Like I I don't think in any of the seasons I've watched of Married at First Sight did it ever get that. And I've only watched like three or four, so I don't think in any of the ones I watched did it ever get that crazy where like. A husband was yelling at a wife like that, and 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 put her out, and did like I was just like, huh? I've I've, I've said it before. There's like, three what major. Is this? I've always said it before. Three major things that you need to have in um relationship: respect, love, and trust. Right. Mm-hmm. If you can't respect the person, like I, y'all like you, three you, weeks in, so love and like, trust might be might be questionable. But yeah, at the minute, respect have, should be there I, at least. Respect has to be at least there. Yeah, you have to be at least be like I have to be able to respect. If the person doesn't respect you that early, yeah, it doesn't go better. Yeah, it, it does not. Better. It does not. It takes a long. It, it takes a shift in full mindset, a shift in what you're doing, 
to do that. And y'all don't even know enough about each other to make that shift. Right, right. <laughs> you don't know what the shift right. get. Exactly. So I kind of feel like, uh, yeah, this is this is too much. And she probably needs to cut her losses and move on. Yeah. Like, I know with Married at First Sight, like, the contract they sign, like, it, there's a clause in there that if they leave the season before it ends, yeah. it ends, they owe, they have to pay a certain amount of money back to the network or whatever the case is. So I see scenes in the preview where she is filming with him again. So I'm like, maybe she's doing her obligated filming duty because I can't imagine after a man cussed me out like that and put me out of a house that I would be speaking to him ever again about anything. But that's that's me because I... For me, that's a deal breaker. You you cussing, you speaking to me in that manner and putting me out is a deal breaker. Uh, speaking of like fighting, there's another couple on the show, a black couple, um, Michaela and Zach. I was really hoping, I was really pulling for this black couple to just pull through on this show and do well. But child, them two need, somebody need to stop it. Just stop, stop. Because here's what's going on with them. So, Michaela and Zach, their honeymoon got cut short because Zach got COVID. And I guess they filmed this like, what month is this now? September. So, they filmed this earlier this year, like in January or February, I believe they filmed this. And he got COVID. And, you know, they were like, okay, we're going to have him quarantine like in the hotel by himself. And you can stay in a separate room or go home, if I remember correctly. She chose to go home back to Texas, which didn't make any sense to me because I was like, You're, you've been exposed to somebody who had COVID. Why are you on a plane with people going anywhere? But whatever. She went back to Texas. But like even her response to finding out he had COVID, it was like, oh, I brought all these cute outfits and I really wanted to spend time with my husband and now I'm not going to be able to. Like It was a very bratty response to like, dude had COVID. So... You know, she left, went back to Houston. He came back after everybody came back from the honeymoons or whatever. And he went to the house to surprise the the shared apartment they're supposed to be in to surprise her with some flowers. And it seemed like everything was going great. I guess the next day or over. Yeah, I guess the next day he was like, yeah, I'm going to go to drop the dog off at the vet or whatever. And I guess she had told him, you know, under no circumstances, wake me up from my sleeping. Just do what you got to do. I'll catch up with you. So he dipped, took the dog to the to the dog groomer or wherever, the vet. And she woke up. He wasn't there. That turned into an explosive argument. Um, what is the reason? She felt like he sneaked, he snuck out and wasn't up front with her and told her what was going on. So she felt like he was like sneaking off and doing something. He, his response was like, what you told me don't wake you up. But I told you that I was going to go from before you even went to sleep. Like I told you, my plan was to take the dog wherever and I would be back. And I think he said when she woke up, she texted him and said, Hey, where are you? And he responded and said he was at the vet or the dog groom or wherever he was. So then when he came back and she, and they got into the explosive argument, he was just kind of like, but like, you told me don't wake you up from your sleep. One, two, you, when you texted me and said where I was at, I responded and told you. So what's this argument about? So they had an explosive argument. Then they had another argument a few days later about something else. So they, they're doing a lot of arguing. And so he's behaving very much like, 
I don't want to say a battered man, but like he's nervous around her. He's like, oh my God, like they had to do like a housewarming. Like I guess the couples when they like move, come back from the honeymoon and move into the um, to the apartment that they're supposed to share. Um, each couple throws a housewarming where they invite over their friends and their family to like just kind of socialize and, you know, talk whatever, you know, content for the show. And I guess when they did their housewarming, he came in and the way he hugged her, it was almost like, hey, like he was mad nervous to be around her. And then afterwards, we find out as the viewers that she had like either called him or texted him and was like, I'm canceling the housewarming because I don't feel like I can trust you, blah, 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 blah. And then I guess she must have called him back a couple hours later and was like, okay, let's do this for the housewarming. Da, da, da. So it's just like, she's giving like bursts of anger and then like <laughs> nice behavior. And so he's just kind of like, I don't know what to do here. Like, and it's like, yeah. she wants to move forward. That's not but, gonna happen. But he can't get past like no, the fact that she's do done that. that. And it's not like she did it once. She's done it multiple times. So he's just kind of like, nope. this is too much for me. Like it's too early for all of this like outburst. Like he's, and he's he's about to be out of that. He's he, he is out of it. No, he's, he's done. He's not doing anything with that. And um, and, and I and the funny thing is I'm, when when you was telling a story it's similar to your, your other coworker mm-hmm. when had a story when like she said you said that um she um Said something cool, talk, talk crazy to the guy, mm. and the guy was like, All right, we're done. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, a, it's like, and he was done. <laughs> like, he it, was done. Done. He was like, No, nah, like, no. Zach, Zach is done. Zach is absolutely done. Yeah, and it's, I'm like, if, if he's trying to do, mm-hmm. he's like, I'm not trying to be because, because this, this is this, this is interesting thing, and this is what, like, I, I know, um, I do this mm. if, like. If I'm, if I was with somebody, if I'm with somebody mm-hmm. and like they're going off on certain things in my mind, I'm like, I'm doing this for the rest of my life. Nope. I would not be. I would not, not, not be. Yeah. Like it, it just, it just automatically like, all right. So now from that moment now, it's like, all right, it's a countdown to, let's see, let's see how long, long this life for. And like, you, you're, you're like, he's already in his mind giving down, like, let's see what happens. And let's see if there's any changes she does. Mm-hmm. Cause like I'm I'm not doing this right. <laughs> I'm right. not I'm not gonna have this conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm like I'm not I'm not I'm not going like it it like I'm I'm not gonna be uncomfortable right <laughs> yes yeah. my life right <laughs> that sounds insane to me because I don't think they've stayed together one night in that apartment that they've been there because she's she's freaked out on him so many times that he's just like I don't want to be nowhere alone with this lady yeah so like it's it, it's like feels uncomfortable like it's, it's just like no I'm not gonna do that no and like what what, what the problems that happen sometimes many times is like that would happen with a guy and a woman and then something will happen and like now she's pregnant he's like oh now I gotta mm. I gotta be with this girl <laughs> now I'm connected to this woman like mm-hmm. like that's what happens a lot of times too it's like now they're just staying connected to that person yeah and like they're like nah nope Nope. Yeah. And that's basically where he's at. He's yeah. like, like you can see the look it, it, on it, his it. face. Like he is like petrified of her. Yeah. Like he's like, it's, it's kind of like when she's being sweet, she's being sweet. But when she's like explosive, it's scary. Cause they showed a clip of her, like in an upcoming preview where she's literally looking like she's trying to fight one of the producers or the camera people and there's someone literally holding her back like literally arms around her like holding her and she's like get out get out i'm like 
girl, what is going on? And so basically the backstory with her is she, her father died like at the hands of a drunk driver a couple years ago. And like, that's really affected her negatively. And like, but like, it also seems like she has some kind of mental health issues because the family in the wedding episode, like the families usually write like a little something about the other person. Uh, and they said they called her Hurricane K and talked about how exactly you just made the eyes. Uh, so it's like she they're used to these like crazy outbursts and things. But they're 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 they're. Why would the producers pick that person? I don't know. What is that? I don't know. Because she comes across very she comes across when she's being like normal, like a very sweet. They don't very they don't like interview with families. Like what, I don't I what, don't what's know what's happening. I don't know. So it's like apparently she's she this is these outbursts have been a thing she's been doing for some time. And the father's death did not made it worse. What's interesting, though, is that on the forums, people are saying to Zach, oh, he's not fighting for his marriage. He's giving up. He's not trying to understand where she's coming from. He's not trying to. Because there's a lot of women who are like that. And it's just like, but how do y'all not see the comparison? Y'all telling Rachel to leave Jose because he cussed her out and kicked her out the house. But you telling him that he should stay with somebody who's emotionally volatile? I was about to say, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. And I feel like a lot of people don't see it because it's the woman being the one that's perpetuating the like, the toxic behavior and it's I'm like no thing. it's the same thing and he should leave her like, because she's wilding he re- he recognized oh this is how you're acting you're upset I don't like I it I don't like it <laughs> and, and it's the same thing yeah you're like how you act when you're like, upset it's a deal breaker for me for, yeah. for, there might be men for who that's not an issue but for him that's a deal breaker how you act when you're upset matters like he's not it's interested just, just, like, I was, like when you say the story I was like Oh, same thing. Like, like, how, like watching how, how she acts. You, 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 and Zach are very similar. Like, oh, I'm not, I'm not with all this. I'm not. This is, this is a lot. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, doing I'm not going to do all this with no. you. No, this is this how, is too much. How, you, you, you know somebody. How do they act when they're upset? You don't cause them to get upset, right? I, I hate when people do that because people yeah. just. I need to find out how they were upset. Someone just make them upset. And so people, that's a and so line. people are saying that that's what Zach is doing. People are saying that Zach is testing her to see what she's doing. And I'm just like, how is he testing her when when he got COVID, she acted like a spoiled brat. He didn't purposely contract COVID for her to act like a spoiled what? brat. So I'm like, how is he testing her if she's continuing to show these types of behaviors at every like at every turn? I'm like y'all, y'all just for what? I don't know how. He already sees that she blows up all the time. What is the point of testing her? Help me understand. But it's like people are so willing to like sometimes give women a pass when they're doing like trash things, and it's like no, women can do trash things too. Both, like we talk about both, men all the time, but women can do trash things too. Like both 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 parties can be emotional. Yes, both parties can be emotional. And Zach is not giving up any other scenario. We would tell the person to get out of there if somebody's behaving like that. So why does he why is he a quitter or giving up? He first of all, he's twenty seven years old. She's thirty. First of all, he's young. He he absolutely knows for a fact that he can find a woman that doesn't behave like this, and he's gonna. So I'm I'm not clear about what's going on. Just like Rachel can find a man who doesn't behave like that and is gonna. I don't understand why Zach 
isn't allowed to think that this lady yelling at me like this and carrying on behaving like a crazy person is a deal breaker and I'm gone. Now he's like, all right, so how much time before the divorce? Right, like when, when is decision day? When is when is the worst day? When is decision day, honey? Because yeah, truthfully, because when is the worst day? I'm 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 nervous for I'm nervous for him and for Rachel because both of them people is giving me unstable and in need of uh, mental health intervention, possibly by medication because it's giving crazy. Okay, and it hurts my feelings because I was really hoping for the black couple to do better, but you know here we are. Um, do you is there do you have a personal deal breaker yourself that would be like a I'm out of here I'm not doing this I, I think it's have to do with like how um I've. I, I think everything is it, there's no like action mm-hmm. it's really just how we respond to situations mm-hmm. it's like I, I think we spoke about this like, mm-hmm. I was like it's not cheating the action it's everything surrounding it yeah everything yeah. surrounding it the response to it how like it, it's every, it's it's not just it by itself yeah yeah I think it, 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 and I think that's that's how it is with um with everything to do with um that too I think, I think it's just I don't think there's a specific action as a deal breaker. I think how the person responds to it, and if I feel as if with the response, with what what goes on, mm. it just if I feel like there's not love or there's, not, there's no respect for me, mm. or, or you know what I'm saying, like yeah. if, if like if if, it, if it's losing your tr- my trust in you, like mm. those are the things that like if it's affecting that, mm. then it, then it it's more inclined to be a deal breaker, right? But like it's. How do I feel after? Yeah. <laughs> How do I feel after it occurs? Do I, yeah. like you were saying, like mm-hmm. do I feel like you still love, trust, or respect me? Do I not do not feel that way? Right. So I I, I don't know if there's a specific action. Mm-hmm. I think it just depends on, like outside of like shooting me or something. <laughs> I think that's the, that action I I can. I can say this somewhat, somewhat, somewhat awry. That's that's fine. <laughs> You're like, I think we should wrap this up because you 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 assaulted me. I don't really, really matter the acts around this one. <laughs> think, right, like she, you shot me. She like, shot me. <laughs> but unless it was like a legit accident where it was like you know I was yes. cleaning a gun or something. And, Correct. You know it accidentally went off. But if you but, like this, Mark, bang. <laughs> I'm like, oh okay. So yeah, I'm, well that, that apparently we can't we can't do this anymore. <laughs> right. That seems fair. That seems fair. It's, it's, it's okay. We get divorced. Is, is, is that okay? <laughs> that seems fair. That seems fair. I don't want to shoot me again, but is it okay? <laughs> Right, like let, let, let's just cancel this. Let's just let's just wrap this whole thing up. I yes, I would agree. For me, I think the deal breaker is physical assault, like physical abuse. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm sorry. There's a lot of things I'm gonna do in this world. Like, like che- cheating. Like you said, I feel like we can have a conversation, get to the bottom of it. Except if the person's pregnant, then I'm gone for sure. But um, yeah, I'm just saying that that, that part I've said uh, publicly. But like any type of physical abuse like I'm not even there's nothing to talk about because if you've gotten to the point where you like can hit me like a a serious line has been crossed and like I know for myself I could never not live in fear that it wouldn't happen again like I feel like I would spend every every moment like even if you promise I'll never do it again I wouldn't believe you so like I I, I couldn't live comfortably so like that or like yeah or like putting not locking me out of the house or something like that like I'm like that's something that's very hard to forgive in my opinion I'll I'll, I'll say one thing before I move on Mm -hmm. Um, in terms of abuse physical abuse understand that like um, I know for men, I don't know for women because I'm not a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but many times when guys they are abusive, it never starts. It never starts off with abuse, with physical abuse. Mm-hmm. It never starts off with like I'm going to be abusive. Yeah, <laughs> just like it doesn't start off. With, I'm going to cheat. It mm-hmm. never starts off that way. 
you have to be mindful and watch how they're ver- how if they're verbally abusive because yeah. it, it, it starts off it's with, an escalation it's, it's, yeah, yeah it starts off with like this is acceptable and you're accept you you accept this then you accept this then you might accept like a push yeah you, like you were saying like yeah it's, it's, gradual. it's gradual it builds I'll throw a pillow at you like it's, it's just it's, it's, a, it's a gradual thing and then it gets to hit so yeah. it's like you, you gotta be mindful of also like oh nipping this now yeah like yeah. don't don't like it's it's always a gradual thing right it comes from like controlling like yeah how they talk to you when you like it's it, like that's what i said how someone gets upset matters yeah like, it, it gets to that point i'm not saying it's it's um the woman's responsibility i'm just saying i want you to stay like, safe yeah pay, pay attention to I the signs be vigilant it is, it is still the men's fault in all case so if you don't respond to that it's still the men's fault yeah i'm just saying to keep yourself safe yeah. you have to be mindful at all stages yeah because if, 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 you know, if it, like, like, you know, what we were talking about at the beginning, if somebody like cusses you out, like calls you everything but a child of God and like wants to put you out of somewhere over something very minor like that. Or in general. Or in general, you have to assume that this is not where the buck stops yeah. with their anger train. Yes. Like it's definitely going further than this. And as time goes on and they feel more comfortable, they're going to start pushing the envelope even more to see how far you'll go and what you'll be willing to take. And then next thing you know... And, and, it's, and it's not conscious. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like, why won't this person do what I asked them to do? Yeah. yeah. It's just a controlling mindset that people don't understand that you shouldn't yes. have. Yes. They're, they're, they're an adult. Yes. But like, and they're, and people, when, when the people's mindset is like, why won't this person do what I asked them to do? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to... Like, I have to... I have to but, and I see that when I... Uh, raise my voice and when I say these certain things things get done mm-hmm. I'm going to continually do this exactly exactly so yeah that's that's that on that uh, we definitely would love to hear y'all's takes on um, you know relationship deal breakers about right. married at first sight if you watch it like just anything we've talked about in this conversation we would definitely love to hear your takes on it uh, we're going to move on now to our artist spotlight and of course I don't have the girl's bio up because my life is in shambles yeah, like it always is um, so the artist's name that I'm going to look up that I'm going to talk about today her name is Cleo Soul I actually uh, disco- not discovered I don't like saying discovered it's giving very much Christopher Columbus because um, <laughs> the lady was obviously doing music before I stumbled upon it um, no, Cleo- you were the first one Huh? you were the first one to stop it uh, Cleo Soul uh, is a young lady I found uh, or I came upon her music on um, title. I don't know what I was listening to but it popped up like I was listening I think I was listening to like a Janelle Monet album and then when the album went off like title will just like funnel you to music that like is she a whisper singer also is <laughs> shut up uh, that is that is like similar or in the same genre or whatever to what you were just listening to so is she so not a whisper singer is she a whisper I, singer? I don't think she's a whisper singer okay. um so she um her her music popped up and I was like who is this she sounded like somebody else to me at first and then when I looked at the name I was like oh that's not who I I think it is so I looked her up and she's British which was a surprise to me. Um, her parents were both musicians. They were in a jazz band. Um, she is half Serbian and Spanish, like Spaniard. Um, and her dad is black. Um, he's Jamaican. So she's she's tri- triracial. Because I don't think Serbians and Spaniards are the same type of... Just not on the same continent. Yeah, it's not 
It's not the same kind of white. Um, it is the same kind. It's Europe, just different sides. You said Serbia and what? Spain. I need to hear something else. Yeah, Serbia and Spain. Yes. So her parents were. No, is it Serbia and um? Serbia is Eastern Europe. Spain, Spain is Western Europe. I, I count Serbia as Asia. Well, okay. you, you might be right. I mean, yeah. So yeah, she was born in London, and. Uh, she, you know, attended the famous Notting Hill Carnival, which is where all the all the islanders be at. And I guess her daddy Jamaican, so he took her over there. And um, she's been doing music for at least the last 10 years. Um, she decided to get into singing when she was 16. And uh, she's been, you know, putting music out all over the place in England. And, you know, she's put out some mixtapes and some uh, albums and stuff like that. And I like her vibe. I like her music a lot. Um, so get into uh, Cleo Soul. Um, and the song is called Rose in the Dark. It's a cute little vibe. I like it. She's giving vocals. She's giving some things. So here it is. Cleo Soul, Rose in the Dark.
What up, what up? Yes. That was Cleo Soul Rules in the Dark. Yes, 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 yes. Rules. Get into her. Rules in the Dark. Yes. Get into it. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's get into this week in random. This week in random. random. So first thing up on the docket, um, R&B gospel singer, uh, 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 television star actress Kelly Price uh, is apparently missing. And the story is getting weirder and weirder. And by the time this podcast comes out, I'm sure there will be more details to the story. But long story short, Kelly Price last posted on Instagram on July 29th, stating that she had been diagnosed with COVID and she was taking some time to, you know, get herself together physically and recover and do whatever she could do to, you know, get herself better. Nothing has been posted on Kelly Price's Instagram since then. Um, And T.S. Madison, who... um, has uh used to do the Queen Supreme Court with um Kaya um and is a prominent um transgender activist and um personality posted on social media a few weeks ago like y'all where Kelly Price at like just very randomly out of nowhere like it was like and when they when she said it I was like where is Kelly Price at because I follow Kelly Price I think we talked about Kelly Price on this podcast like a few episodes back about the whole situation about her being booked for a show and not being paid so I was like she's right I haven't seen anything from Kelly Price in a little while and I know sometimes the social media algorithms be messed up so I went back and looked on Kelly Price's page and I didn't see any posts from her and I was like that's weird like I know she got COVID or she had COVID but I'm like it's been over a month because this was like back in August when T.S. Madison said this I was like it's been about a month like I would think she would have come back and given an update and said hey you know I'm, I'm still recovering but I'm doing better whatever whatever so I was like this is getting weird so um last yesterday um Larry Reed he's like a I call him like the the gospel um, shade room. Um, he did a live video where he was talking about like the fact, cause they, they were saying she was missing, but then the brat posted a, a picture with Kelly Price in it. And people was like, no, she was just with the brat. And it was like, no, the picture that the brat posted was from an episode of the brat's reality show that the episode aired this week. So she was posting a bunch of pictures from, so the brat was posting a bunch of pictures from people who were at the event, but this was filmed back in the summer, like pre Kelly having COVID. So that didn't prove anything. Then Larry Reed did a live video and Kelly Price's sister called on. And she basically was like, I haven't seen my sister with my own eyes. Uh, We called the police because she hasn't spoken to myself or to her kids um, in several weeks. And we don't know what's going on. It was reported that the police went to the house, but uh, they didn't see Kelly and they weren't really allowed in the house. Kelly's boyfriend slash husband didn't really cooperate and allow them to come into the house and look for her or whatever the case is and do their wellness check. Um, Then a report, uh, a a post came out from Kelly's attorney stating that she's fine and she's still recovering from COVID. Um, And it was like, okay. uh." Then the sister, while she was on the Larry Reed, mentioned that report and said, I don't believe nothing about what this alleged lawyer is saying until I see my sister with my two eyes. I don't believe she's safe. And I'm like, 
okay interesting so then the story gets weirder because then it's like different celebrity like melba moore and like a couple other celebrities posting oh kelly's fine um she's fine everyone needs to stop worrying kelly's fine some of them have now since deleted their stories so i'm like why y'all jump in to say she's fine if y'all don't know for sure that she's fine that y'all saw her so it was going back and forth like is she missing is she not missing what's going on so then Larry Reed posted his video on Instagram and somebody on Instagram who claims to work at a medical facility said Kelly Price is in their facility. She's on a ventilator. That's why she can't speak for herself, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, that's weird. Why would you come on social media to say that? Like, that's a HIPAA violation. Like, you shouldn't be telling, like, do you want to be employed? Like, so it just, it just didn't make any sense. I was like, what's really going on here? Then, um, what else happened? Um, Lord. Like the story, like I said, the story just keeps getting weirder and weirder and weirder. Then this woman, who's like an acting coach in Atlanta, posts on her Instagram story. I just spoke to Kelly. She's she's doing fine. She's doing much better, but she's she still needs healing. She said, "Just spoke to Miss At Kelly Price. She's recovering with her supportive partner. She sounds strong. I hope this fabrication can stop and she is able to heal." Then somebody got on Kelly Price's Instagram story and posted it on Instagram on Kelly Price's Instagram story. That's where I saw it because I saw on my Instagram at the top. Oh, somebody has a live story, Kelly Price. So I clicked on it thinking, "Oh, she posted a video." saying hey everyone um you know i'm still recovering whatever i'm okay but it's a screenshot of what the other woman posted saying that she spoke to kelly and kelly's working with her supportive partner and i'm just like okay so this is getting fishier and fishier everybody but kelly is saying kelly fine so i'm like what is going on so apparently while we were recording the podcast if you saw me looking at the computer repeatedly so apparently larry reed did another live where apparently this um husband slash boyfriend um may be up to some shenanigans um he apparently has a record for stalking and domestic violence um and you know it it's it seems like he's the run running her page and so it's like it's just getting weirder and weirder and i'm like what's going on what's happening i need somebody down in atlanta to go and kick down some doors and wave some four fours and get to the bottom of what is going on with kelly price because this is literally the weirdest story i have ever heard like every other every update just keeps getting stranger and stranger and i'm just like what's happening so i need to peep the atlanta atlanta people Atlanta people, Cobb County, Clayton County, Henry County, DeKalb County, all the counties. I need y'all to go around by where Kelly Harris allegedly stay at and figure out what's going on. Because how how does Kelly Price go missing? Huh? Kelly Price is a public figure. Kelly Price is a celebrity. How does Kelly Price go missing? What is going on? What is happening? Like, I really and truly hope that it's really just that Kelly is dealing with a really bad case of COVID and she is recovering and she's just taking some space. But until Kelly Price get on somebody's Instagram with a video and tells me herself that she's okay, I'm concerned. Like genuinely, like I'm not like, what is happening? Like nothing about the story is adding up. All these different reports and things are just, it's making my head spin. I don't know what's going on, but like prayer, prayers for Kelly, Par- for Pre- Kelly Price, that she is 
safe, that she is alive, that she's in, in a good place, and that no harm is being done to her because this is insane. How does Kelly Price go missing? How? I, I don't even understand. It's insane. But prayers to Kelly, prayers to her family, because like it's weird. Like her sister's like, I haven't spoken to her, and we're the only ones left because so many of our family members have died from COVID. And Kelly's, from what I understand, is very close with her children and neither of her children have spoken to her. So I'm like, that's weird. Like, what's going on? What's going on? Like, nothing about this makes any sense. So I hope Kelly Price is all right because this don't make no daggone sense what's going on here. Um, Moving on uh, to people... uh, Last week, speaking of people who are missing, last week we talked about um, Gabby Petito, um, the young the young lady from Long Island who was missing. Um, she's been found um, deceased in um, the park in Wyoming or wherever it was that her and the fiance were at. Uh, her body was found. Um, I think the family is doing a vigil or a, or a wake or something like that um, this weekend. Um, and I'm sure the burial will be next week. Um, the fiance is now considered at large and there's a warrant out for his arrest Um, because I think last time we talked about it he was missing but um, also considered a person of interest so now a warrant has officially been uh, issued for his arrest um, to talk to him about what happened to um, Gabby now that her body has been found and it's been identified that it's her so we'll see what's happening with that because that's another crazy story I'm like how did he end up? How did he end up? Did it say? Did it say how she died? I don't think. The, I don't think it said. Let me look it up. But I don't think they said um, a cause of death. I don't think they they released that information uh, yet. But yeah, she her body was found. Uh, said homicide. Homicide. So she was definitely killed by someone. Uh, she did not die of natural causes. Sorry about that. Let me just mute this. Yeah, so she definitely did not die of natural causes. Uh, I'm looking to see if they specify like what what the cause of death was. Hold on. She was found in a reserve. Uh, let me scroll down. I believe so. All right, we do have to keep going. Now. Yes, we do have to keep going. But yeah. yes, this story continues to develop. But they said, yes, that she died from a homicide. Uh, she was discovered Sunday in Grand Teton National Park. Coroner ruled her death a homicide. Uh, yeah, it was a large reserve with all types of things. So I don't know what condition she was in. I don't know, but they found. Thank God they found her. At least her family can get some peace knowing at least, you know, whether she's alive or deceased. Because that, that part, I think, you know kind of had them going back and forth um up next so earlier this week on social media i saw some posts some very troubling posts about um haitian um haitian folks who were being like chased down with like like it gave very much slavery um with uh sheriffs or whoever on horseback using like the riding crop uh that they use for the horses to like attack the haitian um immigrants that were trying to come in i have some questions the, the photos were disturbing like i saw some photos with kids like there's a photo where a guy holding a little baby girl she looks like she's maybe like a year and a half and the panic and terror on her face i just i don't even like that just troubled me as a parent to see a kid looking that 
distressed. And it the, just the whole imagery of it, like I kept scrolling past the pictures because just looking at it was creating stress for me. Um, in a strange turn of events, my son and some people were supposed to go down there to survey the situation, see who they could speak to about getting the situation uh, organized and getting the Haitian um, folks to like, you know, somewhere to protest, whatever the case is. When they got there, the whole encampment was cleared out. None of the people were there anymore. So I have some questions. When I first heard Haitian refugees at the Texas-Mexico border, huh? How Haitians get over there? Over there ain't nowhere near where Haiti is. How did they get there? What is what? How, what was the path that took them from Haiti to there? I'm confused. I have some questions. I want to know how they got there. Number one, how did they get removed from there so fast? In the in that by the time my son, in addition to other activists, got down there to get their eyes on the ground, see what they could do, the encampment was cleared out. What's going on? It's giving very much strange. It's giving very much distraction. Like, <laughs> it seemed like a scheme set up by Todd. Because how it go from 15,000 people to overnight, no one's there. Huh? I have some questions. I have questions. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I don't know what I, I just have questions. Because the whole situation, nothing about it is adding up or making any sense to me whatsoever. Nothing about it. And I feel like even the the response from the White House was very much like, yeah, girl, like there was no sense of urgency, panic. We got to figure out what's good. Like it just what is it? I, I, I need to know what's going on because nothing about it makes any sense. I, I got more questions than answers. I, I don't understand if somebody has clarification on what's going on and can explain it better for me. Please do so, because. I don't get it. I don't know what's going on, but it's giving me very much suspicious. Very much suspicious. Joe Biden bothering the heck out of me. Huh? Joe Biden bothering the heck out of me lately. Yeah, I'm like, well, I, like Mister Mister Sir. Joe Biden's been bothering me like crazy. I'm like, what is happening? I don't know what he's doing, but I hope those people are safe. I hope that they are unharmed. I hope that they're getting I, I, all the services and the assistance they need because there's nothing like Haiti just had an earthquake and their president just got assassinated. I'm sure it's like full out crazy town in Haiti. It's not a stable place right now. So I'm like, I hope they, I, I think I heard that they were like planes that were uh, uh, flying people back to Haiti. I'm like, to do what? To do what? Like what's going on here? What's going on? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like, um, also, I was listening to propaganda and I was like, I'll be honest, this year is the year to kind of be like, all right, Democrats, you wildin'. Yeah. If we don't, if we, if we don't um, listen to us, we're not voting for you. This is, the year is now to do that. Yes, absolutely. Like, you're, you're always trying to do it during presidential year and that's mm. why like, it looks crazy. Do it now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do it now. We're like, hey, like this is when we kind of should be like, because like, I'll be honest. Joe Biden says he's doing a lot of stuff for police reform, and also like they they had a whole platform for black people. Mm-hmm. They have done none of those things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, mm-hmm. they said they would have police reform mm-hmm. <laughs> by spring. Mm-hmm. It is. They have not done anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. They have done not one thing mm-hmm. in police reform. 
Yep. Cory Booker said, "Blue lives matter." Like it's he didn't say those words, but he was like, "We're not doing that defund the police stuff." Like it's crazy right now. Yeah. <laughs> like they they did all that stuff <laughs> to yep. get us there, and they they're not listening to us listening to us at all. Mm-hmm. So this is the time where you should kind of be like, "Hey, I'm not voting for y'all." Mm-hmm. Like, Agree. Yeah, Agree. This, this is the time where you say that. Mm-hmm. Agreed, because it's not not president. She do it now and then. Yeah. So, so they're like, all right, because like, because yes, you know, was was Joe the lesser of the two evils presented to us? Yes. But you but also get you got to hold their feet to the fire. Got to hold their feet to the fire because here's the thing. A lot of people are becoming incredibly dis, dis, uh, disillusioned with what's been happening with the Biden administration and everything that's going on. And if we don't, you know, put our foot down as voters and, and, and people interested in what's going on in this country from now when the midterm elections are coming up, the Republican Party is going to put 45 back up again and he's going to win. Yeah. So we we have to do our part, you know, and not just us as voters, but also like the people in the House and Congress, whatever the case yeah. is, is, to that, make sure that the, the the party that's holding the power in this country right now does the things it said it was going to do when yeah. 45 got out the way. Because yeah. if they don't, people are going to be like, well, they for, lied. For, force them to listen to us. Yes. Otherwise, we're going to be back there with 45 part two and y'all going to be like, well, what happened? Yeah, because it's like, cause like I, I see I see going badly. Yeah, because he's not doing anything. He says, and, he, and he's he's out here wilding. Yes, with Afghanistan, with, he's he's out here wilding. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. It's so? it, <laughs> like I'm like it's giving crazy though. Yeah, this is not what the people voted for. The people didn't vote for you to do this. Okay, the Afghanistan thing is crazy. This, this Haiti stuff, thing looking crazy. This, the, the whole border thing looking crazy. The whole border thing is looking crazy. I remember when Kamala was like. If you're from out of the country, don't come here. I'm like, what? What are you saying? Like Miss Kamala, lady. <laughs> what, what is happening, Miss Lady? No, don't do that. What is happening? I, so it's 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 weird. That's a whole other situation over there that I have a bunch of questions about, but we can't get into all that today. It's it's. I think this podcast should be called "I Have Questions" because I feel like that's that's how I feel about the whole thing. I have, I have questions. I have questions. I have questions. Um. <laughs> We'll create a separate podcast called I Have Questions. Huh? A separate podcast for I Have Questions. We might need to do that because honestly, I have questions. Yeah. Because we'll, 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 we'll just, yeah, we'll, we'll do a, a 30 minute podcast. I have maybe, questions. Maybe that's what we'll move to next season. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll just be a bunch of love it or lose it stuff. I mean, not, I mean um, this week in random stuff. Yeah. Like, I have questions because I just, I want to know. I want to know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Uh, so, Michaela Cole. Um, from Chewing Gum uh, and I May Destroy You won an Emmy for her writing for I May Destroy You Um, but some of the black acting folks were up in arms because none of the black actors nominated for anything won Uh, Michael K. Williams was nominated for his turn in um, Lovecraft Country he did not win Um, the guy who won was actually the guy that plays Prince Philip on um, The Crown and I watched the whole of The Crown he didn't need to win Michael K. could have, but you know, whatever. Um, Sterling K. Brown was nominated. You know, a lot of the big, the big black actors that we know of were nominated and none of them won. And, you know, some, some people were like, oh, Emmy's so white. You know, they never. But even Michaela Cole's category was just weird to me. I was like the best writing and it was like, oh, it was like WandaVision. I was like, 
What's okay. happening? I'm like, who who did this? <laughs> who did this? <laughs> who did this? What is what is this? That's the best writing. That's, that's, WandaVision? Yeah, it was like it was like, it was like three different episodes of if WandaVision. If y'all don't stop playing in my face, in her category, <laughs> three different episodes. Yeah, like stop it now. <laughs> I was like, stop it right this minute. What's happening? Yeah, this category didn't make it. these ca- these categories like the things that they threw in there. I was like, um, <laughs> like the, the category she won. Yeah. Like look 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 at that category. Like the people, all the, all the other people. Who, I was like, it was three different episodes of One Division. I was like, and it was one episode of hers. So I was like, you could have used one more episodes of hers. Yeah, because her if, her if, if, if we're gonna do this, her thing was actually her her show was amazing. Like yeah. I watched it like religiously every every week. Let me see if I can find hers. Her category. Her category. What was it? It was. Writing. All right, let me click here and let me see if I can find the full. Writing for a limited. Writers for a limited series or limited anthology or series. Yeah, I think like it's for the um... outstanding writing for a comedy series, uh, outstanding directing for a comedy series. Okay, so I gotta scroll. Okay, so it was I may destroy you. Look, come on, I may destroy you. Uh, an episode of Mayor of East Town, or Mayor of East Town, I should say, The Queen's Gambit. Queen's Gambit was cool, and then three episodes of Wandavision. I was like, "Who, who at Disney is is like carrying on over three here?" Episodes? I said, "Girl, there's other better, better written things than that." Stop playing with me. So you're saying it's all of I may destroy you, all of Mayor of East Town, all, all of, of the Queen's, Queen's Gambit, Gambit and then Queen's one episode okay. of Wandavision. <laughs> Stop playing in my face. What's happening right now? Who Disney over there paying <laughs> for these? What is happening? Yo, I'm looking at the rest of the categories. They had Elizabeth Olsen nominated for Outstanding Actress in a Limited Series or a Movie for WandaVision. Then they had Vision nominated for Outstanding <laughs> Lead Actor. Vision gave blank the whole time. What acting, my guy? What is happening? Come from by me. Come from by me. Stop it. Stop it now. And they nominated Lin-Manuel and Leslie. O- Hamilton couldn't get nothing? Y'all play too much in people's face. Play too much. Uh, I don't have any time. The fact, but the fact that the guy from The Crown run over Billy Porter, Jonathan Majors, it don't make no sense. Bridgerton, This Is Us. I'm like, Pose, girl, Wolf I watched all these shows. All, all, the, all the black shows. And he didn't give what it was supposed to give. I ain't he even gonna hold on to y'all. All the black shows. Foolishness. Do you hear me? Foolishness. So yeah, that was that was what happened. But congrats to Michaela Cole. She looked great. She gave a great speech. Love it. My favorite part of Michaela Cole winning was Cynthia Arrivo's response. Cynthia Arrivo was so excited. You would have thought Cynthia Arrivo was. She was like, oh, yes, yes, yes. She was so excited. I love I love to see friends supporting friends. It's a beautiful thing. Um, so moving on. So uh, we talked about Nicki Minaj last week and how. Um, she was over here talking about a man with swollen balls in Trinidad and people had to run around and find the man that they never found because the story's not true. But um, the woman who accused Nicki Minaj's husband of rape, which he did serve four years in jail for, um, did an interview on The Real um, daytime show with uh, Adrian Bailon and Lonnie Love and uh, Jeannie Mai and uh, what's the other lady name? Garcelle Beauvais, where she talked about what she's been going through um and what what has caused her to you know do this interview so essentially what's been going on is that Nikki's husband is in trouble for not registering as a sex offender so basically what 
was supposed to happen when he, I guess, moved to New York or moved to California, wherever they at. He was, he was, excuse me, supposed to register as a sex offender. He did not, which is a violation of his release terms from jail because he was uh, sent to jail for a sexual related charge. What they were trying to do, Nikki and the guy and her husband and their team allegedly were trying to get her to do was to recant her story so that his charges could be dropped record expunged and he would not have to register as a sex offender i feel like it's just easier to register as a sex offender like you're going through a lot to not to not have to do it well i understand why you don't want to register because like that affects you for yes well then maybe well then maybe you shouldn't have raped someone that's correct but you know whatever um so they've been harassing her threatening her you know they tried to offer her money this that and third and the fourth and she's just like i just want to be left alone i just i just want these people to leave me alone so you know of course she did the interview you can see that she's very like scared still like this 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 rape happened in 1994 and I guess she thought, you know what, I'm, I was 16 at the time. I'm a grown woman now. I've moved on with my life. But it's like, it's this thing that keeps coming back to haunt me. And like, I feel like I could never escape it. I feel like I'm living in fear. But like, you know, I'm tired of doing this. Like, I, I have to speak out. I have to say something because the, these people have been harassing me for a long time now. So, you know, she did the interview and I'm just like, oh, Nikki, 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 you going out sad for as talented as you are. The fact that this is how you're going out is crazy. But more importantly, just the fact that the woman the woman is in this place. Like this thing happened to her years ago. I'm sure she still carries the trauma of that. And then to be re-traumatized again because he don't want to register as a sex offender. That's just super messed up. That coupled with the fact that people are saying, oh, she's doing it for clout or she, I heard people say she did the interview because the government is trying to take Nikki down because she spoke against COVID. I'm like, if the government wanted to take Nikki down, the IRS could just go to her. I don't understand why it would have to be all of this. Like, I think the IRS, there's simpler ways to take Nikki down. Um, but it's, it's just troubling to me how people refuse to believe that their faves are capable of awful things. Y'all be going for the wrong answers. Seriously, seriously. <laughs> yeah, we go for the wrong ones. Like, there yeah, we conspiracies, but yeah, we go for the wrong ones. Like, if y'all just be taking it to the next level, and <laughs> yeah, it'd be like, what? Do y'all hear how y'all sound? That's why I literally cannot put any stock in conspiracy theories because people will make anything conspiracy theory, regardless of any sort of logic or fact that may be involved in the situation. I'm like, no, 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 no. The government's not trying to take Nikki there, down because she said something about COVID. There's enough conspiracies for you to go to. There's enough of them. Just, yeah, it's close. You don't have to make up these conspiracy theories for yeah. it to work. Yeah, I just hope that them people leave that lady alone and she can go on and live her life because it 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 shouldn't be that twenty years later she's still dealing with this because somebody don't want to register as a sex offender because the, and he and the crazy thing is he didn't even go to jail for rape. He went to jail for attempted rape. He raped that girl, but he took a plea deal to get attempted rape so he could get less jail time. Just register, sir. Just register. I just just you did this. You did this. Just move on. Okay, leave that lady alone. Stop trying to harass her. And honestly, twenty thousand dollars is a ha- is not enough money for me to recant the fact that you raped me. It just ain't. It just ain't. Sorry, it's insulting. As Jake said, fifty thousand on my head is disrespect. So right. don't do that. We have, we have to go. Yes. Um, Chris Cuomo is, in a, is a harasser too. Uh, so as y'all know, we talked about this uh, a little while back. Andrew Cuomo, uh, former governor Andrew Cuomo, resigned from his post because multiple people say he was out here sexually harassing. He tried to say, oh, it's my culture. No, Italians aren't sexual harassers, sir. So don't do that. Um, don't besmirchify the good name of Italy like that. Also, 
apparently Chris Chris Cuomo, his brother, who's uh, on CNN, who was also his brother's like you know primary supporter and. Uh, advisor during his whole situation is apparently also a harasser. So back in the day, he he worked in somebody's newsroom and he sexually harassed his boss. Well, after she stopped being his boss, like they were out somewhere at a, at a bar at a function and he walked them on her and grabbed her butt and was like, I've been wanting to do this a long time. I'm glad you're not my boss anymore. He did it while her husband was there and he was like, oh, snap, my bad, bro. I didn't really realize that. Da, 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 da. So then he followed it up with an email. People are stupid. Why would you put something like that in writing, you idiot? So he followed up in an email apologizing, but more so apologizing to the husband than to her. And, you know, that was, you know, whatever. And so he's moved on. But I guess now that he's been out talking about, I I have serious issues with sexual harassment and sexual assault. And I think that those things, you know, are things we need to be concerned about and this, this, and this. And the lady, I guess the lady was like, ah, ah, you wasn't concerned when you was out here grabbing my butt in front of my husband and you only apologized because my husband saw. So I'm like, oh Lord, Chris Cuomo. Oh Lord, Chris Cuomo. You, you, you was the last hope for the Cuomos, but now y'all both looking like y'all going down to sexual assaulters. And it's weird for it's me. A, I don't think those are equal at all. What? Him and his brother. But I have to understand. It, it's not equal. I'm not saying it's equal. But, but because you have been... Component against it. Yes. Speaking out against it and, you know, counseling your now, brother. Now, now, and, you have, now you have somebody who says that... Now you, you have somebody who says you does you did it. It, it kind of yeah. throws... It throws a wrench in what you're it saying. It throws a wrench in the narrative that you're trying to... Uh, 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 what you call it? Uh perpetuate now about yourself um so we'll we'll see how this goes i don't think he's come out and addressed it yet um msnbc ain't said nothing about it uh i don't know if cnn has said anything about it so we'll see but i'm like it's y'all y'all going out sad y'all looking crazy out in these shoes i'm like you got a whole wife sir that you uh, yes so he he apparently sexually harassed this woman in 2005 you married your wife in 2001 some uncomfortable conversations happening at that house. Um, that's not my business. Um, also, and final thing, final thing, final thing. And people gone crazy. So the R. Kelly trial has come to a close. The people is deliberating or whatever. Apparently in the closing statements, R. Kelly's um, lawyer compared R. Kelly to Martin Luther King. And I need Bernice, MLK third, and all of MLK's living descendants to run up and beat that attorney's behind. Like I support it. I'll put money on there, but how dare you? How the audacity to compare sexual predator R. Kelly and anything that he has ever gone through to Martin Luther King? Who? What was the attorney name? Because you know what, I'm trying to see something. I just want to ask some questions because the audacity. Y'all gonna stop throwing Martin Luther King name in this foolishness now. They throw him in everything. Throw him in everything. And what you're not going to do is throw him in this R. Kelly nonsense. That's what you're not going to do. That Absolutely not. You're out of line. You throw his name in literally everything. In literally everything. And I feel like Martin Luther King is just like, can I, y'all just leave me out of whatever it is that y'all is doing over here? Because no, baby. Devereaux Canick, that's his name. Uh, We're going to have to see where Mr. Devereaux Canick stay at because it's the audacity for me to say that. Okay, we have to go. Let's yes. Uh, moving on, uh, new music. So, D Smoke, 
uh, winner of whatever that show was on Netflix, the rapper show. Um, <laughs> I can't remember what it's called right now. My memory's bad. He released War and Wonders. Anthony Hamilton released Love is the New Black. I'm not going to hold you. I listened to a few um, um, records. It's a little weird. Um, I'm, I'm not. Uh, but listen to it. Get your own takes. Yeah. Just let me know how y'all feel. Um, I want it to be good. Yeah. Um, Jonathan McReynolds and Molly Music uh, released Johnny by Molly live in LA and we're actually going to go see them next week. I'm so excited! Um, so they, they released uh, that uh, live album. Um, and then Joyner Lucas and J. Cole, they have a single together called Your Heart. Great. Um, Lucky Day, I'm a stan. Um, he released a song called Over and Giveon, who I also enjoy and who's also been a featured artist here. Um, for tonight, he released that. So yeah, there's some music out there coming out. The people is coming strong for the fall. So get into it, y'all. So um, that's it. Do you have anything else? All right, y'all. Until next time, we, we bid, bid you adieu. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey, It's hey. the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey, Check hey, us out. Hey. It's the All Love Oh, No Fear Podcast. Podcast. Uh-huh, podcast. uh-huh. All Love Oh, No Fear Podcast. Hey.